But last year, I picked the practical project, which is the 10-minute short film that you have to make. Because some of my colleagues in my class, they um, got to pick the writing course instead. So they had to write a feature-length script. So I picked the short film one. I was the director. Okay, so again, not to put myself on a high horse, but I was the director, the writer, the editor, the colorist, the <laughs> music composer. And also, I played the music as well. And I acted in it, which is horrible. Oh, really? So, yeah, it was not great. I was going to say, uh, tell us what you didn't do on that film. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because I wanted to, you know, be like, no, I can do everything. But it was yeah. because you're doing a student project. You but didn't also, have to wear a lot of hats. Because you said there were probably 15 people in your class. It sounds like yes. the crew is not that big. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And because we had to kind of simultaneously do these projects. So we had, I think, four projects in total, the short films. So we had four really? short films. Yeah. So each person was kind of working on all of them and helping each other out with different roles. Mm-hmm. And then we had to simultaneously help each other out. So we didn't really have the manpower to be like, okay, now you can edit and then you will do this and that and like the luxury. So I had to do a lot of things. But how did you manage everything? It's so much. <laughs> Even acting. Acting and directing. <laughs> The acting, I'm not an actor at all. I keep telling myself and could maybe like, okay, maybe this time I'll be able to act. No, I'm not at all. But I had to just out of like, I was trying to be M. Night Shyamalan, you know, and make my cameo. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> But also it was more of like, I didn't have a choice and we needed a character. And like, we couldn't find another actor. So we were like, okay, fine. Me and maybe and my producer were both in one scene together as like extras of sorts. So <laughs> we we're like, okay, fine. We'll just show up in this and then cringe. For the rest of our lives while we was it this movie. You want to speak in role? Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I had a decent... No, okay, I wouldn't say decent screen time, but I had like about maybe a minute of screen time. So how was but, the yeah. film in the end? Yeah, the film, the film turned out very nice. The, I'll give a bit of a background for the film. So the film's called Swan Song. And because this was my dissertation project and my last one before I get out of uni, I wanted it to be a little bit of sentimental and special. So two things that I really value or like I'm passionate about is film and then music. I love music. <laughs> I love composing and writing songs. I play piano and guitar as well and sing also. So oh, you're also um, a singer. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I do sing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wanted to combine both of those. And okay, so this movie has a lot of different inspirations. So one thing that you find in this region or like at least with South Asians, perhaps you may find it everywhere in the world, but it's one thing where... A lot of the families, I would say, it's not generalized, obviously, but a lot of the times you find that they don't really value jobs that are in the media field or in art fields. And they like, okay, pick something that's more serious and pick something that you'll be able to make money from. And they don't see these type of recreational courses as something that is of value. So the story is of this 14-year-old girl, Nina, who wants to pursue her passion for music, but her parents are very conservative. And they don't believe in her passion being something valuable. So they want to push her to just continue studying mm-hmm. and get good grades because that's yeah. all that matters to them. So it's kind of like how she deals with that. And like there's a whole story and all. I would recommend that you watch it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I will get the link and we'll share it so that people... Yeah, definitely. To see your performance. <laughs> no, horrible. But yeah, um, it was a nice experience, very extremely DIY. It was a self-funded project. Me and my producer, who's also one of my very close friends, self-funded it at a very low-budget project. We filmed a lot of it 
in like either my house or my friend's house. So the movie is just a drama film, but it kind of jumps in and out of like dream versus reality of sorts. So it's a battle between what she wants to be and like her imagination and what her reality is like. So we have a lot of scenes where she's playing the piano or she's like on stage and she's performing and all that. So we wanted to use school, like our own school even, just as like a nice tie-in together. But because of COVID, this was at the height of COVID, they had really strict guidelines and mm-hmm. they said, no, sorry, we will not let you use the school. Mm-hmm. So we had to even DIY that. So we took my friend's dad's warehouse and we put like black cloth around and we kind of simulated like a auditorium of sorts. She had a piano there already. So I know I'm jumping ahead of myself, but like the movie has a lot of different inspirations from other films. So one sequence, the one that's at the end of the film, I don't want to give any spoilers, but she's playing the piano. That one is inspired by La La Land, where Ryan Gosling's character plays the piano. Like there's a whole nice sequence. Some of the film is like inspired by her, like the color and Joker as well. Some parts of it is inspired by Black Swan. So there's like different things. So for one of the scenes where she's playing the piano in that warehouse now, because we wanted that like the spotlight type of effect for the light, we had to get like some fog into it, but we didn't have a fog machine. So my <laughs> friend, he, he waved his lungs out trying to get fog. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been written in a risk assessment by our producer. Yeah. yeah. But like, we didn't have a choice. It wasn't like we forced Tim. He said, it's fine. That was one of them. And, and then one of the lights was about a fall over and burn and all that. So you have these type of situations, but everything was under control. It sounds like a fun production. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Like one of the sad parts is because of COVID, they had really strict guidelines on like the equipment we could take out. We have a small film faculty. I don't know how it is in the UK campus, but because we have a small department, we don't have a lot of equipment and we mainly use the Blackmagic cinema cameras and the 4K ones. So at that time, because they had really strict guidelines on the equipment, they had these rules that they needed to sanitize everything and then give it out to the next group. But yeah. our schedules kind of clashed. And so we didn't get to use the nice 4K cameras and we had to use a Sony A7 instead. Oh, which was, yeah, that is sad. It, yeah, it was sad. Like, I can imagine if we used the 4K, it would have looked really different. It would yeah. have looked more like a proper film, but it doesn't look that bad. Like, the A7's green noise on the footage really helps, I guess. <laughs> Well, it's uh, impressive that despite the conditions, you still managed and, yeah, you know, didn't discourage you, didn't stop. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think everyone was really, like, I'm thankful that the team and, like, my friends in class were all very, like, wanted to help each other out and, like, sincerely mm-hmm. had their whole heart in every project that they were working on. So that really helped. 